Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, we're running a little short today. Unfortunately, Colin couldn't be with us today, but we, should, but we got Brandon and we got the vet. What's up, man? What's going on, Brandon? That was a little impromptu thing for uh, for everybody that's joining us this morning. Uh, we didn't even talk about it. That's how professionals we are. Like, Colin can't do it, but we can do it. And we just have that, like, the link right there. He knew how to start the show off. I didn't have to say anything. So It's, it's basically like walking into the show and finding out what your match is five minutes before you go out there. Yep, that's right. How many times has that happened to you, by the way? It's happened a few times. I remember this one time mm. when uh, mm. I was I was out here in California visiting, and I, when it was time for me to go back, my flight was on the night of the show. So Ooh. I got picked up from the airport by my tag team partner, and as we're driving back, like I'm putting on the boots, <laughs> like the back seat and everything. <laughs> I walk in, uh, you know. We I already knew what the match was supposed to be, so it was just a matter of getting there. We got there. We just, I talked I talked with the guy for like two minutes or whatever, and then it was showtime. So that's what, how how many people you think in the business could do that right now and have and have a good match? Whoo! I mean, there are a, a few. There's a but. few. That'd be a tough call. I mean. I can see Natty doing it because she's, you know, heart and was trained at OVW. Well, and also she had Brock Lesnar giving her pointers. So obviously she's totally, you know, she she's always knows what to do. Totally prepared. Um, Man, there was yeah. one time where no joke. I was uh, early on when I was refing a show. A dude wrestled on the show and left to go wrestle at another show. And then he had to come in for a run in at this at this other show that I was still on. He managed to come back, like he pulled in, and got out of his car and ran into the at the exact spot he's supposed to run in at. Wow, like you could not have timed that any better. Yep. How many people saw that? That brilliance. <laughs> um. So yeah. All right. Well. Um, I don't know if we have any major news or anything else that that's really going on. Well, we we might have one little piece, but we can talk about that at the end. Uh, if you saw the Destiny Wrestling, the little clip from the show last night, did you happen to catch that? I did not. It's the first time hearing of it. Uh, okay, all right. Well, then then I'll save it for later. Um, but yeah. So anything else that you wanted to chit chat about before we jump into this super hot episode of Impact? Uh, I thought this was a much better episode than last week. It felt like a lot more happening, and there was more going on, and I'm looking much more forward to last week than I was, or next week than I was to this week. Right, right. Um, well, it, it goes that way sometimes. Uh, before we jump in, let's see who we got with us this morning real quick. We've, uh, you know, this is kind of a big rate thing, but uh, we've definitely got Buckshot Kid. He's the Impact guy. He only watches Impact. Did you know that? Do you know he only, that's the only wrestling he watches? Um, wow. Yep, and we got uh, Jerome Hall, uh, who, if I'm not mistaken, people are already talking about uh, his he having a, having a great birthday. I hope he did. Happy birthday! Um, yep, that's right. And uh, of course, Elizabeth had a birthday recently as well. I think we wish her happy birthday already. Um, 
but it never hurts to do it again. So happy birthday, happy birthday! Hey, you know what? Just in advance, happy birthday to everyone. Uh, just so you can't say I forgot to tell you. Um, but yeah, but we got kibbles and bits here too, um, and Scott Woodford jumping in. So we got a nice little uh, crew to get us started, um, and I guess we'll just get started then. So, um, so we're we're uh, we're opening the show, and uh, you know they usually got their little recap going on. And Josh Alexander walks in hot. He goes right to the ring. Um, he does just kind of cut a wrestling promo, but it's a good one at least. Yep. Um, and then uh, calls out Moose. Moose answers the call out. Uh, and then we got, uh, then we get two healthy men fighting. Well, when there's two healthy men fighting, where are the guards? You know, this is where Colin would hit the button that says guards, more guards. Uh, but he, he, he's not here right now. So, um, yeah, we, we, we get no guards. Um, they fight backstage. Uh, I never knew this, but, uh, former ECW arena now, I guess, 2300 arena. It's purple back there. Did you know it was just all purple? <laughs> just the whole backstage area was purple. It looked like they did some renovations there. The lighting was a lot better too. Yeah. I've heard that place is a real shithole, but at least it's a purple shithole. <laughs> uh, so, so Josh tries to throw moose off of a purple balcony. Uh, and, uh, Luckily, Madman pulls him off, and then Ace and Zicky, and I think that was uh, was that Gujer that was also I, there. I think I saw, I think I saw Gujer too. Yep. Yeah. So they all show up, and and of all people, Ace Austin is the voice of reason. Like <laughs> he's like he's like you want it. What are you doing? You want to kill him? You want to kill him? <laughs> yeah. So because Madman had the audacity, Madman Fulton had the audacity to stop a murder uh, on television. Uh, he gets a match with Josh Alexander next week. <laughs> Sorry to spoil that, um, but yeah. So this is this is our this is our opener. We we have an attempted murder here, another filmed crime. Um, but I guess it's wrestling, so you know he could have survived. It's it didn't look like the balcony was that high up, honestly. So it, we, maybe we, it we, would. We've seen worse falls happen in wrestling. Yeah, we, we sure we sure have. Um, so yeah, so that was our open. That was, was a nice hot open. So what did you think of this or any other notes that you had on this? I thought this was set up pretty much like how it was supposed to go. Like if, you know, with what Moose did, this is exactly how Alexander would have responded. And then when Moose came out and started going even further, I liked how Josh didn't even say a single word. He just got out of the ring and went right after him. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that this is a little bit better than it's still a little you know like look I'll be honest this is a little sports entertainment ish WWE ish but they're doing it better than WWE is these days these days what a shit show the WWE is 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 putting on like they they have so much schizophrenic formatting and just all kinds of stuff that doesn't make sense did you see uh, on SmackDown where um, they were supposed to. They were supposed to have the surprise that uh, Xavier Woods was coming back, and the announcer, like Kofi Kingston's coming out, and and the announcer is like coming to the ring, accompanied by Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> when Kofi Kingston is supposed to go out there and do a whole bit where he says. You thought you would be fighting me, but you're actually fighting this man. So now he has to go through that, even though she just said. I, I cannot believe this is that this is supposed to be the standard, right? So. I, I, my opinion, I think it's Vince trying to do too much, and he, he can't. He can't. Well, I mean, 
that that's the same thing that somebody else commented like like they're they're well no somebody said phoning it in the production's phoning it in i was like i wish they would i wish they would phone it in you know because now they can't even keep track of their same bullshit yeah, this, this, it doesn't look like phoning in to me. It looks like nobody knows what's going on and nobody, nobody, bad communication. So now you have to, you can't even get the thing of like the, uh, just giving the announcers their little cards to read. You know, you can't even get that right. You know, you probably get, you probably wrote a card earlier in the afternoon and then changed it and didn't change the card, you know, which, which is terrible. And you let that on live television. So, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. So when we go, we go to break and come back, uh, Josh is there telling, you know, basically he's talking to Scott Demore and he, he tells Demore that his emotions are in check as long as Moose stays away from his family. So more right, with you, this whole emotions in check thing. Right. And, and, but you can't fault the guy for being, you know, upset. I mean, this dude's like going after his family. Like anybody could relate to that. Right. Um, all right. So. Hey, what do you know? We get a three-way to determine a number one contender, or or at least a contender. <laughs> Maybe not a number one contender, uh, but we're we're getting a contender for the X Division title, and this is going to be Willie Mack versus Laredo Kid uh, versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, so, what do you think of this? Um, I, I mean, you know how I feel about multi-man matches, but uh, any thoughts or observations here? You know, I thought it was smart, at least formatting-wise, to kind of like, you know, have that hot start and then carry it over into a fast-paced match, keep that energy going, keep the crowd up. Uh, at least there was a structure and, like, it felt like there's kind of a structure and story to the match, at least where it was, you got three baby faces, but you got the two smaller ones working together against the big, against the bigger one, and then, you know, kind of breaks down and they just, you know, does its own thing. I did kind of like the spot in the corner where it was, uh, where Bailey, or uh, what was it, uh, All right, and we're experiencing some uh, technical. Kind of like there's, a, there's a little brief bit of pause there where it made that spot make sense. Um, oh, we had a brief little pause on the internet where uh, we didn't yeah. hear everything you mm -hmm. just explained. So, yeah, my uh, bad. If you'd like to just quickly go over that spot again, you were talking about. Yeah, it was the uh, one in the corner where it was. Uh, uh, Bailey had Mac in there, and then I forgot what what he went in, but he uh, charged in. Mac came out, and then he bounced off and hit Laredo, which is like. Just that little brief pause there was what made that move work where it was like, okay, I missed him. I see him and can get him off this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Where, where you don't see that really enough in these matches where it's just like to spot, to spot, to spot, where it's like you got to have that little bit in there of like slow down, see, and go for it to make sense. Yeah, you have to give the people a chance to process what they're seeing and anticipate something. If you anticipate a thing... Um, Sometimes when you get it, it's not that great, but that anticipation always works, right? Where you're like, what's going to happen next? And then you might be pleased or you might be displeased with the result, but that anticipation is always the same, right? So that's that's the ultimate. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, the Too much thigh slapping. That's, that's kind of one of the problems with thigh slapping. When you sli thigh slap everything is that every strike sounds the same. When if you really hit somebody with every strike, it's not going to sound the same. Mm-mm. No, certainly not. Um, and that shooting star to break up the pin, I felt was kind of dangerous and unnecessary for that spot. Well, it's kind of funny, right? Because we had a spot last week where a referee counted the pin um, on the guy, 
and it was made to look as if it was a you know like it, it was a mis you know we were questioning is that a mistake or whatever because it was so close in this one he could have counted to three while uh you know sp speedball still in the air <laughs> you know what i mean like there was so much time that he just stopped counting because he had to wait for him to fall down because that's the spot so you know what i mean i thought that was kind of funny too running shooting star pin breakup yeah, yeah. very okay. uh Unnecessary. Just a simple little just run in and head an axe handle. Easy. Yeah. And I still don't like that, uh, the ultimate weapon. The the fucking yeah. shooting star knees to the to the back. Yeah, the, that, that's yeah. like, it's so much set up and so much can go wrong. Yeah. So, you know, I will say the star of this Mac, uh, match, well, yeah, that was, that was a Freudian slip. The star of this match to me was Willie Mack here. Uh, he was really showed we haven't seen willie do as much of this stuff he's always sort of like in the tag teams with uh rich swan and in the background a lot of times and sometimes all together missing now, i assume that when he's not there at impact he's maybe doing something for triple a or one of the other promotions or whatever but there'll be times where willie mack is just like not there and um so it's like to see this this is the Willie Mac that a lot of us saw in uh uh Lucha Underground, right? Where where he really showcases um you know his athletic ability. And you know how I'm always talking about guys and their appearance and women and their appearance and how like if you're fat you shouldn't you should either work out and diet down or wear clothes that show that you're not fat. But Willie Mac, you know, it works for him he makes because work. of the the presentation of Willie Mac is kinda like a guy like that looks like this can do these things so that is part of the gimmick i think and um you know i mean he's not like morbidly obese or anything he's just just a hefty gentleman uh and you know he kind of looks homeless but that's all part of the gimmick and so big fan of big fan of mac and uh i like that he got to do a lot of stuff and all the stuff in this that he did look really good i think like it was he was he had the right timing on everything he was everywhere he needed to be um so good showing for him and the laredo kid is still just kind of like i don't really know what impact thinks of laredo kid because they keep bringing him back but he hasn't really gotten any significant wins he's always like the third man in these type of matches for contenders that he never ends up winning right he seems like the kind of guy where it's like we need somebody to put in this multi-man match oh there's laredo kid <laughs> yeah exactly um so well anyway valuable experience for laredo kid at the very least um then we get a bullet club promo um it was a promo uh you know everybody said their little thing nothing groundbreaking here but it felt kind of like those old school nitro promos where they talk about like what they're going to do what moves they're going to hit them with and just what they're going to do in the ring just you know kind of like that yeah um, so all these guys are capable of, well, I don't know if the good brothers are capable of better, but I mean, certainly Jay and Chris Bay can do more, but that wasn't their spot here. They just did what they need to do. Um, BTI, uh, we get a little clip for BTI where Ma Bali Shira beats crazy Steve. So, uh, Raj Singh brings back, uh, what, what do you say? Shira, the Shira Indian lion. Is that, is that what he called himself? Or, or was, or was uh, it the Indiana lion? I have no idea. India, Indiana. 
Indiana Lion. He's a, well, he was, you know, you know, shares has been down in uh, OVW. So, you know what I mean? Like that's in that area right there. That's in that Kentucky, Kentuckyana area. Now, let me sidebar. What do you think about that? Like, I remember when I was down there and I'm hearing the phrase Kentuckyana, I'm like, is Kentucky trying to leech off like a better state? <laughs> like, why, who who does that? We don't like over here. We don't say like, oh, yeah, this is California, Oregon. We don't we don't have those same kind of mashups out here. Like it's just weird, right? Like what's up with that? I don't know. Is that there's us throw so a Texarkana too, I've heard before. Oh yeah. I have heard that. Well anyway, that's stupid. Be your own states. You know? It's it's just it this it just gets weird sometimes, like where those t- where states meet up and people are like, What are we? <laughs> I don't know. whatever the districting line said you are. What's the difference? <laughs> Who cares? Um but yeah, so Shira's back. Yay. Uh, that's just what we needed. Um, let's see if he's learned anything at this time with Al Snow. You've just heard a free preview of HMG's great daily content. To hear the full show, you have to subscribe to channelattitude.com today. Get the highest quality HMG audio and video wrestling podcast exclusively at channelattitude.com. When you subscribe to HMG, you know that you are supporting the very best in independent media and content creators all working together to bring you the very best in wrestling, news, reviews, and entertainment. Thank you for subscribing to Hami Media Group at channelattitude.com. Do it. Subscribe today.